0: Just with our eyes closed, as we reflect on these past few years, uh, just from our birth until now, as we reflect upon God's goodness, can we just take a moment to sing this song together? The song that we just sang, just with our voices, can we sing? God's amazing grace is the only thing I need. Every breath I take, I know belongs to Him. If Brother Enrico, if you can go on the mic. And can we just worship? Let's not worry about how it sounds. But let's make it our worship before God. And make it our prayer before him. As we reflect, as we are celebrating our second year anniversary service this Sunday. Okay, let's sing together. Let's just worship him. Feel free to lift up your hands and worship Him together. God's amazing grace is the only
1: thing I need. Every breath. Every breath I take, I know belongs to Him
0: even when there's no peace and comfort from the world jesus he is everything i need verse 2 god's amazing grace the only thing i need god's amazing grace
1: is the only thing i need yes now i'll lay my everything unto the lord he gives me a peace and a comfort that is true jesus he is everything i need altogether together even when i can't see even
0: when i
1: see god's bigger plan just like joseph god when i am stumbling in trials i still know that my life belongs to him every day he helps me to endure one more time, the chorus even when i can't see Even when I can see God's bigger plan, when I am stumbling in trials, I still know that my life belongs to Him
0: every day. He helps me to
1: endure.
0: God's amazing grace. God's amazing grace is the only thing I need. Every breath I take. Every
1: breath I take, I know belongs to
0: Him. Even when there's no peace and comfort from the world,
1: Jesus, He is everything I
0: need. Lord, when the sun comes up, satisfy us before the day has passed us by. Before our hearts forget all your goodness, satisfy us with your love teach us Lord to number our days on earth for it is limited give us more wisdom in the secret heart as you display amazing grace through Jesus Christ for us Lord our Lord how majestic is your name in all the earth yes such a glory in the heavens through the praise of children and infants and put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds, and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky, and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Father, continue to satisfy us. Satisfy, satisfy us with your love, O oh God. Let us not forget all your goodness over the past few years, over the journey that we took for us to be here today in the present. Father, it's not about how faithful we were yesterday, but it's about how faithful I am today, right now. So guys, we're here to celebrate our second year anniversary as we're here to reflect upon the message, upon the year and the testimony of the things that we went through. I pray, God, that our hearts and the meditations of our hearts will be pleasing in your sight, oh God. Lord, help me to speak with wisdom. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, Lord, may it be pleasing in your sight, oh God. We ask God for spirit of humility right now here in this place we cast aside every distraction in jesus name the name above all names have your way with us speak to us through the message you have for us in psalm 18. guide us today we thank you we love you we proclaim your name in all the earth Pray all these things in your precious son jesus christ And I pray, and god's people pray amen and Amen. Okay, um, today we're going to take a break from our Job series, and we're gonna, and I'm going to speak to you uh, more from my heart. And it's a passage that came to me, and especially as I was reflecting upon our anniversary service, our things that we went through, uh, just the things, the journey that we took for us to get here, to be here today. And the passage that came is found in Psalm 18, verse 2. But before I begin, before I read the passage, let me just give you the title of today's message. It's called, My God. Can you repeat after me? My God. My God. Found in Psalm 18. My God. And we're going to focus on verse 2. Psalm 18, verse 2. It's a very short verse. Again, Psalm 18, verse 2. Psalm 18 is a book. It's a chapter that David wrote when he was younger. Uh, just like us when we write a journal entry when you're young in the elementary, middle school, and high school. Just think of it like that. You're reflecting back on the journal that you wrote when you were young, when you are in your teenage years. The reference for that later is 2 Samuel chapter 22, which David says again, and this is when he's an older man. And he says the same thing again. He says, The Lord is my rock. My fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock, which means my strength, in whom I take refuge, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I'm gonna go ahead and read it one more time. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God, can you repeat after me? My God my God is my rock in whom I take refuge my shield and the horn of my salvation my stronghold again this psalm David he sang to God when God delivered him from all of his enemies and from the hands of Saul who tried to kill him and this passage right here this verse is so fitting for us especially after what we went through as a church can we truly say the Lord is my rock my fortress, my Deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. This was true when we began our ministry, and is it still still true today as you have aged two more years on this earth? Is your faithfulness to God, is it the same? Do you see God as your rock and your fortress and your Deliverer? Is God still your rock? For David, when he was young, in Psalm 18, it was. And in 2 Samuel 22, when he became older, it was. And that never changed. May this message today be a time of reflection and a time of gratitude and a time of thanksgiving for God's faithfulness and his faithfulness for these past two years to our ministry. To all the faithfulness, his faithfulness over our church for these last two years. May we turn back. To our first love this afternoon. Amen. So let's go ahead and read 2 Samuel. Oh, I'm sorry, Psalm 18, verse 2. Let's read it all together. Ready? One, two, three. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Before I go with my three points. I want you to add the Lord is the Lord is starting with point number one my rock my fortress and my deliverer my rock my fortress and my deliverer the Lord is my rock let's focus on my rock okay my rock let's talk about what this rock means we're not talking about fiction stories, and these things don't compare. We know the story of the sword and the stone. We know the story of Mjolnir, hammer, with Thor, and no one is able to pick it up, even Hulk himself, Captain America, a human being, is able to pick it up. When it says, my rock, it's talking about an immovable object. It's talking about an object that cannot be shaken. Is an object that cannot be moved by any human beings. Meaning when God is your rock, no one can move you. For God is your foundation. For God is your rock. Verse 2, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. Take a look at Psalm 62 verse 2. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse four, "And that rock was Christ. The hope that we have today is that Jesus Christ, he died for us, and because He died and He rose again, and because He lives, I live, therefore I am found upon that rock, and it's that rock, the rock upon which I stand. And it is that rock that will never be shaken, that no human being, no work of the enemy, can shake it, for God is with you, for He is your rock. Later, we're going to sing a hymn as our celebratory song. And that hymn that we're going to sing is called The Solid Rock, written by Edward Mote. And in that song, it says, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Where darkness veils His lovely face, I rest on His unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. The story behind this hymn, The Solid Rock, it says, So ignorant was that I, that I did not know that there was God. My Sundays were spent on the streets of London in play. Those were the words of Edward Mote, who wrote the song who rose from an unruly childhood to become a great writer and minister. He composed only one song, but a great song it is. Indeed, it has been a favorite of people around the world. In his early adult years, Mote attended Tottenham Court Road Chapel where he heard sermons by the noted John Hyatt. He soon learned from Hyatt's sermons that Jesus Christ should take away all the fears of life and give him the peace of heart and mind that he had long desired he became a carpenter apprentice and through hard labor and conscientious effort came to his own cabinet shop one day while walking to his work he began thinking that he should write a hymn before he reached his shop he had the chorus on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is sinking sand before the day ended He had four stanzas. The following Sunday, he visited in the home of a friend, a minister whose wife was at a point of death. During the afternoon, they read from the scriptures and prayed with her. As the preacher looked for a hymnal to sing from as was his custom, he could find none. Mo reached into his pocket and pulled out his verses and asked if they might be sung to her, and so they were. She seemed to enjoy them very much. Mort was so pleased that she found comfort in his verses. He had 1,000 copies printed for distribution among his friends. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Finishing the story, sometime later, Edward Moore became a preacher. His efforts made it possible for a house of worship to be built for his congregation. They were so grateful that they offered to deed the property to him. But he replied, I do not want the chapel. I don't want the building. I want only the pulpit. And when I cease to preach Christ, then turn me out of that. He served this congregation for more than 20 years. Imagine 20 years serving in a ministry, same church, never missing a single Sunday for any cause. In his 77th year, as he lay on his bed of sickness, he replied, I think I am going to heaven. Yes, I am nearing port. The truths I've preached, I am now living upon, and they will. Due to die upon. Ah, the precious blood which takes away all our sins. It is this which makes peace with God. What a victorious ending of a useful life. Is your life a useful life before God? Useful life. He was reared in a godless home, learned an honorable trade, and gave it all up to become a preacher. His memory will remain for generations because he took time one day to write a simple gospel song. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Matthew 7, verse 24. The reference for this article is stockofstein.com. And this is a story about a man, Edward Moult, who was faithful for 20 years in a ministry in this place and how God had used him. I mean, just be, imagine, like we're only here two years even though I've been with you guys a little bit longer, but officially it's been two years. And within that, within his steadfastness, he wrote the song, The Solid Rock. We must understand that life is short. We heard from last week, Chadwick Boseman, the act of Black Panther. He passed away through colon cancer. He's been dealing with it for four years, quietly. We understand that no matter how young or healthy we are, right now, that tomorrow is a story for another day. You know, we have brothers. We have a brother who is not feeling well. We have a sister who's not feeling well. We have a friend who's not feeling well. Maybe you're not feeling well. We're all susceptible to death and sickness, and we know that we understand that death has no regards to age, how much money you have in your bank account, to gender, your creed, the culture that you grew up in. When death comes, it comes to us all, and it comes in an instant. Sometimes it's a slow process, like cancer, sickness that comes, that creeps in into your body. But when we say, the Lord is my rock, my rock, Is David said in his younger ears. And he he says it later in 2 Samuel 22 in his older ears The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. The Lord is my rock. Can you make that claim today that the Lord is your rock? 2 Samuel 22 31 to 32. It says, As for God, his way is perfect, the Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? We know that that rock is Jesus Christ. He is the rock, our foundation. Next, my fortress. Fortress is a symbol of safety. It's like when you play tag game, right? You guys play tag? I used to play tag all the time at church like run around the kitchen and sometimes we go into the sanctuary when there's no one. That was the, that was the best because it's all in a row. Those mm-hmm. rows are so long. So like once you get in that row, no one can get you unless they, you know, and then you just go and you go under and you go up and you do crazy things. But in a, there, in a, in a game of tag, there's a rule. There's a place called a safe zone, right? You choose a safe zone, the bathroom or somewhere or something. And once you get to that safe zone, you're safe from that it individual and it's a safety place, it's a safe place, it's a safe haven and you are safe once you get to that place. And that's what it means when we say God is my fortress and in reference Psalm 63 verse 6 to 8 it says, truly he is my rock and my salvation, he is my fortress, I will not be shaken." My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pride your hearts to Him, for God is our refuge, my fortress. He is my safe area. When I reach Him, I am safe. There's nothing that can shake me. And David said this, To God in his old age, as I mentioned in 2 Samuel 22, verse 1 through 3, it says, David sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, and my savior violent people, you save me. Remember, David was not perfect. But one thing he did was that he held on to God. And he proclaimed, God is my rock, my fortress. Which leads us to the last one in point number one. My deliverer. My deliverer. When we say, God is my rock, God is my fortress, God is my Deliver. we make that proclamation that's found in Isaiah 54 that no weapon forged against me even though it says against you but you make it personal against me will not prevail. No weapon shall prosper against me. My deliverer, let us not forget Lot who was rescued by Abraham his uncle in Genesis 14. Let us not forget Rahab Let us not forget Gomer who was rescued. Let us not forget Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. That's found in Daniel chapter 3. When God rescued them from the blazing fire. Let's not forget Daniel when God rescued him in Daniel chapter 6. From the lion's den. And what does Daniel say? In in Daniel chapter 6 verse 22. My God sent his angel and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have now hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight. And with that, can we end point number one with the psalm? Can we read it together? Psalm 34, verse 7. Ready? One, two, three. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Okay, with that, let's go to point number two. The Lord is my God. My God. My God. Verse 2, My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. And I'm focusing on my God. He's not just your God. He is my God. Through Jesus Christ, we're able to call out to him in every moment, every second of our lives. We do not need a Pope, a mediator to come and to pray for us. We don't need to go to a confessional booth for us to tell our sins to a priest, but we have a mediator, and there's only one mediator, and his name is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my mediator. I don't need to pray to Mary. God is. Jesus Christ is my mediator to God, and Jesus Christ is God. Remember back in Job, Job 9, what does he say? If only there were someone to mediate between us. Someone to bring us together. Someone to remove God's wrath from me so that his terror will fright me no more. And we talked about the sermon a few weeks ago, that we do, we do have a solution for this. That our answer is Jesus Christ. Without Christ as our mediator, we do not have, we cannot stand in the holy realm, in the holy presence before God. For he is the ultimate, the high priest. In the Old Testament, the high priest can only go once every year to atone for the sins of the Israelites. But Jesus Christ, once and for all, when he died and he rose again, it is finished. We have access. And we are able to go towards God and to pray to God. 1 Timothy 2, 5-6 tells us, For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man christ jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all all people doesn't matter about your age color what culture you come from for all people he came to be my mediator and he is my god so therefore when you're struggling do not forget that he is your god do not forget the passage found in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30. Let's read it all together. Come to me. Ready? One, two, three. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When you are worried. When you're struggling, you cast your worries to him. For it's promised to us that his burden is light. His yoke is easy. And that's the promise that's given to us. First Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him. When we come and we're afraid, Deuteronomy 31.6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. For the Lord your God, my God, it goes with you. When you're in school, when you're taking your final, when you're at work, when you're dealing with a difficult customer, when you're having financial crisis, when you're having family issues, family problems, relationship problems, He is your God who goes with you. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. Do not forget. And within point number two, my God. Let's talk about refuge. Where he says, my God is my rock. We talked about the rock. He says it again, my rock. And he says, in whom I take refuge. What does it mean by refuge? It's like Jonah, even when he was not deserving, God gave him refuge with the plant that grew with the scorching sun. Even when we're not deserving of God's protection, he is my refuge. It means he's the one who provides shelter and protection for me. The fact that you woke up this morning with a roof over your head, with a bed, with a blanket and with a pillow. It means that God is our refuge, even in our sleep. What if we didn't wake up today? And that happens. It does. Any moment life can end, it is helped by the grace of God. And His promise that we can find refuge in him, that he is the one that provides shelter and protection. And in this Psalm, Psalm 57, Again, this is when he was younger. And Saul tried to kill him, right? Kill David. And he tried to destroy his life. And in that, he prayed in Psalm 57. He says this. Have mercy on me, my God. Have mercy on me. For in you I take refuge. And then he goes on. He says, my heart, oh God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. What does he do? He starts worshiping. He's finding finding his refuge. He's finding his protection. He's finding his safety. Where? In the cave. And he's worshiping God. He's not crying. He's not putting himself in a victim place. I have no hope. He says, my heart, oh God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. And he starts singing, and he starts worshiping the Lord. And he says, I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. He says, Awake, my soul. Awake, harp and lyre. I think he's having his uh, castaway moment. He's talking to the ball. It's like Wilson is real. Like, wake up, harp. Wake up, lyre. He's like imagining like these musics playing, and he has nothing. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. It's not about the circumstance or the situation. It's not when the circumstance is right and you worship God. You worship God no matter where. Just like the times when we used to do morning prayer under a gazebo. Just like in the times when we used to do morning prayer inside a car. Right? 5 30, 6 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter. It's not about the location. It's not whether you're in a place, in a martial arts place, or any place, any any location, it doesn't matter. He is deserving of all your praise. It doesn't matter what you're going through in your family situation, you worship him. What did the disciples say? Lord, save us. We are going to drown. In Matthew 8, Luke 8, and Mark 4, it's the passage of when they go to the other side, when they encounter a storm. And they say, Lord, and that's when Jesus is sleeping in the boat. Say, Lord, save us. We are going to drown. But Jesus, he gets up and he controls the storm. He speaks to it like a person Quiet, be still. He is my refuge, where I find my refuge. For Samuel 17.37 The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine when he faces Goliath. That's what he says. It's kind of cute. The paw of the lion the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. He's facing this gigantic monster, Goliath. He had that much courage. My God is my God. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. What a sure psalm, but how powerful this verse is. It really reminds me of our ministry, our church, and as an individual who are part of this ministry. Getting to our last point, point number three. My God is, the Lord is, my shield, my salvation, and my stronghold. The Lord is my shield, my salvation, and my stronghold. Take a look at verse two my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my strong. First Peter 5.8 tells us that there's a roaring lion to be, for us to be alert, for us to be alert and of sober mind. For your enemy, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour, First Peter 5.8. Do not forget that there's an enemy out there who is attacking you, who desires to bring you down, who desires to bring him into his kingdom, into his side of his darkness, that he is here to constantly attack you every single moment, even in your sleep, even when you're awake. And it tells us in First Peter 5a that you have a powerful enemy. Therefore, you need to put on your gears every single day. You know, those of you who did sports, you know, back when I did uh, football in high school, I did freshman year football. Afterwards, I didn't want to do it. So I did wrestling after that. But when I did football, like literally you would have the pads, and for me, I, w- I would always have hand-me-downs, right? Even when I did wrestling, my shoes were like like four inches bigger, like my coach found it, and he gave it to me, and the shoes were like clown shoes. And, and the, the pads that we had was hand-me-down from, again, it's freshman football, so they don't care about you. So they just give you whatever, and you have the gear. And it smelled to begin with, right, from the beginning. But every day, imagine going to practice summer and all that with the pads. And one day I decide, oh, coach, it smells. I don't need my padding. I don't need my helmet. I'm good. I'm strong enough. And I go in and I got tackle. I'll be destroyed. I don't, if you've ever been tackled, it hurts. It's not, it's not fun. But you need to put on your gear every single day, no matter how smelly, no matter how repetitive, no matter how difficult it may be. We need to put on the gear. We need to put on the full armor of God. It's like in the hospital when you work. Oh, I've been wearing it so far every single day. I haven't gotten corona. It's fine. And then you, one day you decide, Arlene decides to go in. So yeah, see, I'm fine. She goes in and she just, everyone has their mouth open. What are you doing, Arlene? She's like, treating the patients. Just because we've been doing it doesn't mean that we stop. Just because you have been doing it in the past few years of your life doesn't mean we stop. We continue to put on our gear every single day. And it, it's, life is all about that. In the beginning, it's all about excitement and alertness, right? When we first came here, there was so much excitement and alertness in everyone's eyes. But with the pandemic and everything, with everything that happened. We didn't see each other for a few months. It's not about the excitement, but it's about being steadfast. It's about being faithful. It's about being faithful even when no one is willing to do it. It's about picking up your sword. It's about picking up your gear and putting it on every single day. It's not easy to set everything up. It's not easy to practice. It's not easy to come and to check every little checklist that we need to do every single Sunday. And I appreciate every single one of you for the preparation with the decoration, preparation with the food, preparation with the praise, preparation with the message. There's a lot of preparation that goes on behind the scenes. But you need to put in the work every single day. When businesses open, they're excited in the beginning. We see, we, on my way here, saw a business that, I remember when it opened, it was exciting and now they're saying, closing down. And it's unfortunate. A lot of businesses are shutting down. But it's also about maintaining that energy. It's about maintaining it. It's about putting on that gear every single day. It's about being alert, being sober mind, understanding that in any moment we can fall. It's about doing it over and over and over again. The real question is, it's good to be excited in the beginning, but the real question is, can you maintain it over the years? Can you be steadfast over the years? It's like missions when we go on missions. I honestly believe with all my heart that the first mission trip I went to a long time ago, 30-plus missions ago, is the same or even better than the missions that we are doing currently, meaning I have not gone downhill. In fact, it takes humility you understand that every mission trip is different and you maintain every single day. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. What does it mean when it says my shield? It's like an invisible shield that protects us from harm. And that shield is Jesus Christ, is my God. What does it mean my salvation? Let's talk about the armor of God. Instead of talking about it, why don't we all read it together? It's found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18. Let's all read it together. Ready? One, two, three. Finally. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. Then, with the belt of buckle, truth, buckled. Around. I'm sorry. Let's read that one more time. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And that's what we've been doing every week since the pandemic. During the week, we pray Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Friday. We're praying for one another, right? We are praying for all the Lord's people. And when you look at Ephesians 6 here, what we just read, always put it together. It goes hand in hand. It's kind of like milk and cereal. Uh, It goes with 1 Peter 5, 8 and Ephesians 6, the passage that we just read just now, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And then, with therefore, we put on the armor of God. Verse 13, put on the full armor of God. Even when you have done everything to stand, stand firm then. With the belt of truth, buckled around your waist. Breastplate of righteousness in place. Your feet fit it with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Shield of faith. He is my shield. Which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Amen. Again, my shield, my salvation. And lastly, my stronghold. Can we turn to our neighbor and say, my stronghold. my stronghold? My stronghold. And with that, if you could close your eyes with me at this time. If you need to continue writing, continue writing. But just with our eyes closed at this time together, I just want to tell you that I'm so proud of every single one of you and that we've been doing well. And I know that we have some hiccups here and there, individually and as a whole. There were moments where we felt giving up. There's a reason why we went through the Philippine series And there's a reason why we went through the Job series. That Job and David, and no matter what, what he went through, or Paul, all these heroes of the faith, one thing that they had in common was that they were steadfast. And going back to the psalm that we read today in Psalm 18, verse 2, The Lord is my rock my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Let us not forget the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God, that he is greater than any heroes that we can find in this earth, that you have nothing to be afraid of, For He is our protector. I want you to know, not just in your head, in your mind, but know in your heart that He is the one that's been holding us over these last few years. Especially 2020, which has been the most difficult year for most of us. It is God that has brought you this far, thus far. Deep Roots Church We are only here today because of his mercy and because of his grace because he is my rock and he is my redeemer and he is my deliverer. Because he lives because he is my stronghold I am able to be here today to worship him with my hands lifted high. What will we be without him? Where would we be without His mercy? Where would I be without His forgiving love? Without His unconditional grace? So right now with our eyes closed, let's remember that the one who is in you right now, it doesn't matter what you feel, the one who is in you is stronger and greater than the one who is in the world. And who is in the world is devil. That no matter what the attacks come, no matter how strong the attacks are, the one who is living in you is greater and stronger. So with that confidence right now, and with that courage, and with our eyes closed, let's declare right now that the Lord is my rock, that the Lord is my fortress, that the Lord is my deliverer. Let's declare today with our lips and with our hearts that the Lord is my God, that He is my rock, my strength, He is the one in whom I take refuge, in whom I will trust that he is my shield and the horn of my salvation and that he is my stronghold and he is my strong power can we just declare that with our lips and make that our declaration as we celebrate as we remember as we're in the second anniversary of this year of our service before god can we just pray together let us all pray together let's worship him declare that he is your rock declare that he is your fortress declare that he is your deliverer pray to him while he may be found worship him while he may be found let's pray together Heavenly Father we look to you God at this time thank you for your faithfulness God to our church Yeah. turn to our seats and let's all stand and let's close the service and let us all sing together even when I can't see God's bigger plan and let's just do our voices and let's just make it our worship as we finish today's service let's sing together even when I can't see
1: and when I can see God's bigger plan
0: Even when I can't see,
1: even when I can see God's bigger plans, lift up our hands. When I'm stumbling in trial. To endure. let's
0: pray together heavenly father we thank you for your faithfulness over the years your faithfulness over the months and over the weeks we thank you for your faithfulness today father we lay our hearts down at your feet oh god and we ask god that you would just have your way within us inside and outside continue to transform this church that will model who you are that we'll become more like you every single day as days pass that God you'll sanctify us for we have been justified by the blood of Christ by the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ continue to change us today and help us to draw closer to you today and to love you today and to hasten today more than yesterday and to love you more than I did yesterday. Continue to guide us. It's not about the numbers, but it's about the quality of the heart of worship. We thank you. We love you. I pray all these things. Your precious Son, Jesus Christ, I pray. And God's people pray. Amen, amen. and amen. amen. So, I'll stand to our feet as we close the service with this hymn. Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, my strength, in whom I take refuge, in whom I will trust, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Pray all these things in your precious Son, just cross and I pray. And God's people pray, amen and amen. amen.